0: EFTM
1: tech
2: cars lifestyle. This is the EFTM podcast with Trevor Long. EFTM. Thank you for listening. Great to have your company. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for subscribing. Great to know that you're getting the show each and every week, whether you're in the two blokes talking tech feed or direct on EFTM. We appreciate you listening and uh, your loyalty to the show. Feel free to tell your friends and family about it. Share it on Facebook, whatever it is, something. Just let people know. I mean, we've got to grow this thing. We've got to build it bigger. Um, but most importantly, it's just good that you're still here. Um, to those that have been with me for ever and a day, thank you. I appreciate the support and the loyalty. And to those who have just discovered us, hello, welcome. This is a Talkback Technology show. Think of it like a radio show where you can call in, except you just send an email and then I will call you when I'm recording. Uh, To those that didn't get on this week, I'm sorry you didn't answer your phone. It was a private number, and you didn't answer. I'm sorry. Um, But we've got a bunch of calls to get through. TV advice. uh, There's a lot going on. There's a lot of different um, Wi-Fi networking issues. Everything, you name it, we've got it covered. (laughs) Um, Including some interesting stuff about smart home devices and the internet. But we'll get to that. So that's all ahead. Plus... My mobile phone survey, some data on that. And I do want your views on something that happened to me when I thought I was doing a good thing. Just, I just want to hear from you about it. Let me know what you think. Uh, this is the EFTM podcast, and uh, I think we should just get cracking with calls. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM podcast. EFTM. Take any calls. If you've got a tech question, uh, get in touch. Go to the website, EFTM.com. That's what I'm here for. G'day, Pete. How are you doing? Yeah, good mate, good. Good mate, what can I do for you?
3: Uh, my T V died last night, so I'm looking for a fifty five inch, probably yep. LG. Um, yeah, so what do you want to know what the best was?
2: Have you got a budget in mind or are you freaking out?
3: Uh well I'm only looking at a fifty five inch. Yep. Um so you know, to fit in the space that I've got, so yeah.
2: Now, I mean the bottom line here is with so and you you narrowed on LG. You like your LG, so you're gonna stick with that?
3: Well, that seems to be what everybody's saying is the best, so I'm only going what other people say, but I'll go take your advice. Well, mate, I'll
2: be honest with you. I I don't think there is a clear best. Um, I think there's no doubt LG and Samsung have the best range. They have more TV options. (laughs) They have pretty much every price bracket. Um, Yep. I think that the LG operating system is among the best, Um, but I think that, say, a Google TV-based television, like a TCL. Oh, yeah. To be honest, oh, oh, what do you watch? Let's let's go back to study What are you watching on the TV?
3: Oh, it's just basically TV. I don't. Yeah, and sports, whatever's on TV. Do you do you have any of the streaming services? No, no streaming services. Not.
2: Not interested in any of them either. Oh, possibly, but you know. So here's the thing. I reckon just to keep your options open for those streaming services, I would be looking at one that will, you know, play as many of the apps as possible. So LG, for example, you're going to start at around $1,200 for a 55-inch TV. Whereas, yep. uh, whereas TCL, just as an example, there's a, yes. there's a Google TV. And you'll see, when you're on the JB Hi-Fi website, for example... They always yes. that, that little picture of the TV always has the most important information in it, which is if it is a Google TV, trust me, it'll be written on that screen on the little picture, and they've got yeah, one of those yes. eight hundred bucks. Oh, well, that's cheap. Yeah, exactly. Now, oh, that's a twenty twenty two model. Um, yeah. There, you spend another couple of hundred, go to nine ninety five, and you get a TCL QLED. Now, you might have heard of QLED. Samsung talks about it yeah, a lot, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the same same technology. Are you you pretty much watching these alone, or is there other people? What's what's your normal setup? Uh,
3: No, just usually one, sometimes two of us watching TV.
2: Yep, so it's not like you've got a wide viewing angle and all that to worry about. Um, Honestly, if it was me, I'd just be going with the TCL 735. They call it the C735. It's a Google TV. Um, It's got a great remote. It's got a stand button on it. And here's the thing. If you do want to dabble in those apps, I've got to tell you, what sports do you love?
3: Oh, motorsports, tennis, cricket—you know that sort of stuff.
2: You know, I'd be I'd be hooking up Ko. If you haven't tried Ko, I'd be getting at least the seven days um, trial and having a look at how much sports available there. Um, yes, twenty five bucks a month, and you've got just crazy access to sport. Um, stands kind of the same. So, look, if it was me, I'd just get the fifty five inch TCL C seven three five. It's a thousand bucks, Bob, your uncle. But if you wanted to go a step up, then you know, in terms of LG and the others, you probably need to yes. spend, I would think, oh, maybe fifteen to sixteen hundred to get the equivalence. Do you know what I mean? Like that's how okay. much. The, that's how much the brand difference is. I reckon you're looking at a five hundred dollar saving on the big brand.
3: Yeah, yeah just for a brand. Okay, yeah. All, right. All right. And what sort of
2: warranty on the T- TCLs? TCL at least have a two year warranty. But here's the thing. Remember this also always. No matter which TV you buy. Even if you buy the $499 F Falcon from JB Hi-Fi, you are covered by Australian consumer law, which Uh means that if the TV just starts blinking after three years and you've done nothing other than turn it on and off and use it as it is, you haven't moved house six times and bumped it around, mate, it's their problem. They've got to fix it. Okay. So don't, don't take out any extended warranties or anything like that because you are covered under Australian consumer law.
3: All right, okay. So where, where do I get the C735? C C7355? JB Highfile hook Is, you up there. JB, okay. All right, I shall get onto their website and uh, have a squeeze. Have
2: a squeeze, mate. Hopefully we will save you some money and you can get a great TV out of it.
3: I really appreciate your call back. My, I greatly appreciate it. It's
2: my absolute pleasure, Pete. Good on you, mate. You have a great week.
3: You too. Thanks very much for your call. Thanks okay. for getting in touch.
2: Bye. Good on you, mate. And, uh, you yeah, know, it's, it's fun shopping for other people. But, see, just have a listen to Pete there. And I'm not disparaging, but you've got to realize how kind of little information Pete has. That's that's the market we're dealing with. These are the people that will walk into a retail store. That's why it's really important that we, and I'm talking about you as a listener, because you're more likely to be a listener than Pete is. Pete probably heard me on the radio somewhere. Um, But we can help each other with that information. Not everyone wants the TCL C735. Some people might want, um, you know, a High Sense ULED. Uh, some people might want to go all the way and get a... I didn't even mention OLED to Pete because you know what? I don't think Pete wants to spend. He didn't give me a budget. So that says, I've done this long enough to know that if someone's got the budget for something like two grand for a TV at 55 inches, then let's talk OLED. But I don't, I don't get the sense that Pete wanted to spend that amount of money. He had, he's got a broken TV. This is not. That's that difference between a planned and unplanned expense as well. Pete didn't come into last week thinking he was going to be buying a a TV this week, did he? You know what I mean? So I think that makes a vast difference in in how you uh, how you look at the whole situation. Anyway, let me know what you think. If you got a uh, you've got a question yourself, go to the website eftm.com. <laughs> Keep going with calls. Trevor Long, helping you out with your tech questions. If you've got one, go to the website, eftm.com. Ross is on the line. G'day, Ross. How you got, Trevor? Yeah, real good, mate. What can I do for you?
4: Yeah, I was just wondering, um, can you change iCloud addresses?
2: Not easily, no. What What's your situation? Right. Why would you want... I mean, I think you can add aliases, so you can add a different email address, um, you might even be able to request a different iCloud um, you know, email address, but it's still the same account in the back end. What is it that you're trying to solve?
3: Oh, I just um, happen
4: to buy extra uh, space, iCloud.
2: Uh, yeah. So how's changing an account going to matter?
4: Well, I just have one and then uh, – because i am already got paying for 200 gig of right. iCloud.
2: Yep, yep. And I'll
4: just, yeah, I've got uh, my other two um, units. Uh, I've got different addresses on them.
2: Oh. So I
5: just thought I could, I could like do a share family thing. Have you got kids?
2: No. So here's what you do. No. Set up. Yep. Family sharing. Yes. Um, I'm just trying to look, but I'm pretty confident your iCloud storage is now shareable across your family. So what you do, um, it's been a long time since I set up a family because I stopped creating a family some years ago. <laughs> But mine are all <laughs> mine are already set up in my Apple ID. But basically, on let's just choose an iPhone, for example. Yes. Um, yes. when you when you go into settings and you have your big name up the top, you click on that, and that's yes. that's kind of the key to your iCloud account. And then find Correct. find the option for family. Set up family. Okay, yeah. And it'll actually it's yes. called family sharing, right? And it'll say yes. set up your family. And so what you do yes. is set up your family and you add your wife. You, sorry, you have a wife? I mean, I'm making assumptions here about yes, you, right?
3: Yes,
2: yes, right. yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you, you add your partner and and you say that you're the parents and guardians here, so the two of you are parents, and then yes. add your other devices as your kids. Okay. And, and make them all yep. aged bloody 18 or make them all aged 17 and a half or something. I, I actually haven't done it with, a, with an actual kind of adult family, but essentially okay, yes. group them all together. And then you yes. can you can. The other thing here is it's not just iCloud. Have you got Apple Music or Apple TV or anything else subscription-wise?
4: oh uh, we well, we have Apple TV, yes. So those. But I haven't used that for a long time.
2: Those things all get shared across your family. So okay. you could, for example, they've got Apple, they call Apple one, which is one subscription for fitness, music, movies, TV, all that kind of stuff. And okay. and so rather than buying all the services, so I had this, I had, I had uh, music at $17 a month. I had TV at $8 a month and I had something else, fitness or something. And it emailed yes. me and said, you know, it'd be cheaper if you just, <laughs> just did it this way, which was cool. But the, <laughs> I, I think the answer to your question is really quite simple. Create a family. Put put yes. put all the accounts into one family and then everything's yes. shareable across. So um, if if you buy an app, your wife can also download that app for free. Uh, okay. Yeah. Because you already enough. own yep. it. You've already got it. Yeah. Um and so yeah, my well, kids see, do this. Like, my my kids go yep. into into the app store and they go on, they click on my name and they go purchased and they download the apps that I've already got. So uh, you can okay. do that on yep. yours. So if you download yep. an app. You, your missus can get it just as easily by, by downloading it in, onto her account. So, Same thing. Yeah. Family okay, sharing excellent. is the answer to your problem, I think. Okay. Beautiful. I will do that. Give it a whirl, mate, and let I me know how you go. I will do. Thanks, Trevor. Thank All right, you very mate. much. Good yes. on you, and thanks for getting okay, in touch. Okay, yeah, you. Cheers, buddy. No worries. Bye-bye. Cheers. Um, I mean, I guess that'll work, won't it? <laughs> I mean, I think it'll work. I actually don't know what happens when you age out. Can you can like can I can Jackson stay in my family once he's after eighteen? I assume so, but I also that's why each member of the family is an iCloud account, so that when Jackson goes, screw you, Dad, I'm my own person. He can we can either boot him out of the family sharing or he can leave, I guess, and he has the ownership of the things that he bought. But I think then we're going to have some issues, and this is all new because this stuff only existed you know years ago, a couple of years ago. He's not going to own the songs that I bought. He's not going to own the apps that I bought. So it'll be quite interesting because you'll kind of lose things. I actually don't know how that's going to work out, but it'll be a whole lot of fun when it does. I'll save money on food as well. <laughs> no, he, he actually doesn't eat, eat enough at all. He's on the protein shakes. He's going to the gym, you know, gym junkie. Um, but Jackson, if you're listening, mate, when you leave home, you leave the family sharing and you have to pay for your own apps. All right? That's the deal. EFTM. This is the EFTM podcast. EFTM podcast. Get in touch. If you've got a tech question, go to the website, EFTM.com. Happy to help where I can. Paul's on the line. G'day, Paul. Hey, Trevor, how are you? Really good, mate. What can I do you for?
5: Mate, um, I'm in the market for a TV. We've got a smaller unit, so looking at a 43-inch TV, sort of up to about 1500 bucks, Just wondering what you could recommend, Trevor.
2: I'd be looking at a bigger house. Um
5: <laughs> that's more than1500 dollars.
2: That is a very good point um, but 43 man, you sure you can't fit anything bigger?
5: Oh well, yeah, like it just takes up too much of the room. That's yeah a- it looks like a great wall of yeah China.
2: but that's a good thing that's I mean that's that's a better picture. <laughs> Have you thought about something like the the Samsung frame, which is made to meant to look big and a uh, big part of the part of the room and shows photos or artwork and stuff?
5: Yeah, well, I had a look at the Samsung at Harvey Norman a couple of weeks ago. I wasn't really that impressed with the picture. Like, we've got enough pictures on our walls. So okay. I, I'm looking for sort of yeah, a bit of um, good quality, um, good picture, that sort of stuff.
2: Under $1,500 you want? Yep. Yep. And, and the screen well, size has got to be below 55.
5: <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah, right. Okay. Below 50, preferably.
2: Yeah, right. Okay. Okay. Um, so, you know, you end up with 43s and 40s, there's not really much else out there. Um there's not I don't think there's really anything over $1500 other than the Samsung Frame and their Neo QLED, yeah. which by the way, the fact that there is a 43-inch version of their Neo QLED is yep. remarkable. That is a beautiful yep. beautiful TV, but it's two grand and mate, yep. oh, even if I lived where you live and it was, you know, my primary TV. There's no way I'd spend two grand on a forty-three inch TV. That's just madness. Because your eyes okay. aren't seeing the quality yeah. that it's it's emitting. I, I just don't believe you yeah. you're getting your money's worth there. So that that's just my view, but you know, take it okay. take it with a grain of salt. Um I think that you end up there with there's there's a Sony Bravia. 43 inch yeah. Bravia, I'd I'd never considered that's their X eighty five running Google TV. Yeah. With like fast, do you do any gaming on an Xbox or a PlayStation or anything?
5: No, I'm 55. I'm too old for that,
2: mate. You are not too old for that. What are you talking about? What sports do it's you love something. watching? It's,
5: uh, League Leaf and Aussie Riddles and Netflix. That's about yeah, that's the TV. That's what the TV's for.
2: You got to get yourself an Xbox, play FIFA or something, you know, it's <laughs> a way to, way to let your hair down, anyway. Um, the I Sony, in,
5: I grew up in Space Invaders.
2: Well, okay, fine. There's plenty of great games that, that are similar. Yeah. Um, but you probably don't need, a, a, you know, the best TV for those. That's the great thing about it. Right. Yeah, so yeah, my yeah. my love of the Sony is that it's a Google TV and it's not the first yeah. one I've recommended on this show because um, yeah. you've got all the apps. Even though you you you're kind of basically saying to me you don't watch a lot of the apps, you use Netflix. Netflix is built in. Uh, yeah. If you want Stan, yeah. uh, KO for all your AFL yeah. and NRL, boom, that's all built in yeah. so yeah. you don't need any other yeah. boxes. I love that about it. Yeah. That I'm going to say, I have to say this because it has been a weird thing that's happened this year, but three people who work at Channel 9 um, have said to me they've had issues with the Sony TV. I feel like it was last year's model, not the 2022, so we might be okay, where it like was yep. dropping off the free-to-air signal or dropping off wow. the Wi-Fi. Look, I questioned yes, okay. Sony about this. I tried to get answers. They said there was firmware updates. I'm just gonna say because I haven't been overwhelmed by people bagging it, I think it was a very unique situation. So I'm gonna go yep, back yep. to kind of supporting the Sony because I, I do think they make beautiful TVs. But mate, yep. that's 1,300 bucks. You can yep. essentially save a lot of money by you know like 300 bucks by just going, I don't know, LG UHD or Samsung Crystal UHD. There probably is going to be a picture quality difference between the Sony and the and the the eight hundred nine hundred dollar TVs. Is yep. it is it remarkable enough for you to notice? I don't
5: know. I, I,
2: well, I would for the extra
5: four hundred bucks, am I just buying a better picture, or I'm buying the balls and whistles? and things to th- go
2: wrong. I think you're buying the for for the Sony. I think you're buying the operating system. Yep. Okay. But, but let me say this: you could buy a. I look at the cheapest forty-three inch TV, five hundred bucks. Let's just call it right. You yes. you could buy a five hundred dollar TV, most yes. likely not not notice much of a difference. Do you watch any movies like dark screen? You know the credits roll at the night time. You're watching a movie, yes. Yes. so that's where you might notice uh, the difference in the lighting, the backlighting of a TV. Um, yes. But if you bought, let me be just be clear. If you bought a five hundred dollar high sense or TCL TV. And then you also bought a $100 Google TV, which is the little Chromecast dongle you can get at JV's. Yeah, yeah we got those. Yep. Yeah. Have you got the Chromecast with Google TV, the one with the remote? Uh, no,
5: we've, yeah, we've got a Chromecast that's probably five years old. So yeah, get rid of that. Probably updated versions.
2: So the good thing is you can throw that away with the new Sony TV because it's all built in. Yep. Yeah. But if you bought the $500 TCL that doesn't have, or it might actually have Android TV, so you could plug that the new Google Chromecast in and have the exact same experience as the Sony Google TV. Same picture
5: quality?
2: No. Picture quality nice. is the yeah. difference. But the interface, the apps, everything else. So don't yeah. buy the Sony because of the Google TV and the apps, even though that's my favorite thing about it. Buy it because yeah. it's a better picture quality. I don't know that there's many of them on display, though. So you're really going to struggle to find one to look at. Um yeah but that's what I would want you to do is try and look at an X 85 in a different size in a, in a store environment, really hard to see the difference. Um, so if I'm you, I'm probably going to end up in that six to $800 mark. Just buy a decent TV, plug a Chromecast into it and enjoy life. You know, for the extra money, mate, buy a little soundbar, you know, buy a nice little compact soundbar and and blow your mind with sound as well.
5: Well, I, yeah, maybe because I saw a a a, a Samsung one, 80 43 inch. It was 900 bucks against the the R screen one fifteen or 1400 bucks. So am I like getting the yeah. same screen with just a few not
2: back? No, because no, the the frame is a QLED. So yep. the frame is actually their best, well, not their best, but pretty close to their best TV uh, picture. It's just got a matte yep. finish on it this this year. Um, yep. Which is great for the frame, but. You know, it doesn't really change my viewing experience. Crystal UHD and QLED are are a bit different. Mate, again, my mind's eye barely notices the difference. Okay. So if there's something that money can go towards, keep it in your pocket and spend that and and save the money. But otherwise, Sony's a great brand. Sony make a great TV, great picture. Google TV's built in, one remote. You know, there's a lot of benefits to that $1,300 TV from Sony, but it's also... An easy way to save money just by going to, you know, like the picture quality from the nine hundred dollar Samsung is going to be the same as the five and six hundred dollar TCL and Hisense. Okay. Let me put it to you that way. I'd either be yep. going to the very top with the Sam with the Sony, or yep. closer to the bottom with a TCL or Hisense.
5: Am I getting? And what's the warranty like? And I'll we'll have to buy a new TV in three or four years if I buy a Hisense or a Hisense,
2: TCL. Hisense have a three year warranty. Um, yep. And as I said to an, another caller literally minutes ago, you are covered by Australian consumer law for all of these TVs, no matter which yep. one you buy. So in yep. four years from now, if it is failing without your input, then it's covered under Australian consumer law. Excellent. Um, so. Five and six years away, you start to get a bit scratchy, and you're like, "Hang on a minute, it's yep. pretty, you probably did skimp, yep. on, skimp on the on the money there." But mate, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't make warranty a decision point in my purchasing other than to note that Hisense yep. have a three-year warranty. At A $600 TV with a three-year warranty, plug a Google TV, Chromecast with Google TV into that, you've spent $695 or $694, and, mate, you've almost spent half the money of the Sony. So okay. that's where I'm going if I'm you. I've, I've come around to the lower price point. Get a Hisense, get the Google Chromecast. You're not going to miss anything.
5: When can you send me one,
2: Trevor? Uh, I'll be there in a minute. No, I, good luck with that, mate. Go to jbhi-fi.com.au. <laughs> 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 hey, the only thing thanks. I can say is if you haven't filled out my mobile phone survey, fill that yeah. out. I'm giving away three JB Hi-Fi vouchers. I'm drawing them tomorrow. So, you know. Okay, in. we'll get on to it now then. All right, mate. Good on you. All right. Thanks, Trevor. Well, thanks Cheers, for bye. getting in touch. Good on you, mate. Cheers. Um, two TV questions in uh, just as many calls, nearly three calls. So, you know. There it is. It's all happening. Similar advice, but slightly different circumstances. You never, never know. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast. I think you're going to be fascinated by the EFTM 2022 mobile phone survey, and I would love you to fill it in if you have the time. Uh, You'll find it on the Facebook page, on Twitter, um, and it's... A bunch of questions um oh it's six pages uh, i don't quite know how many questions it is let me see does it tell me here 27 questions some of them are quite quick and easy um <clears throat> and by the way 27 is where did you find the survey and 28 is or 28 is how are you today i'll get to that later um <clears throat> so a lot of responses <laughs> um and that's awesome because it really makes it valid. I get a lot of emails from PR companies saying, you know, 27% of Australians think this, and they only surveyed 1,000 people. I mean, do we really extrapolate it that way? And I understand the maths and the probabilities and the logic and all that stuff. That's great. But in the end, how representative is it? But here's what's fascinating to me, and I'm, I'm going to tell you this before I even write about it. I asked some specific questions about the Optus cyber attack. And one question was, if you were an Optus customer, have you... Or are you considering changing telcos as a direct result of the Optus cyber attack? Now, I looked at this when there was three responses, when there was 300 responses, when there was 700, and when there was 1,000, and when there's nearly 2,000 now. And I've got to tell you, the number has been static, which tells me that the you know, the scale and the probability and the, the outcome is somewhat robust. Less than 50% of people are not planning to change. of people at least are considering changing telcos, and over 10% have already changed. Now, do I believe that 10% of people have left Optus? No. Uh, Do I build in a 50% plus or minus on this thing and say, do you know what? Even if it's only 5% of people that have left Optus, that's huge. That's enormous. So that's that to me is going to be the story there. That is a shedding of customers like we've not seen since Vodafone. What's interesting you might find is Telstra is clearly the number one, but not by as much as you might think. Um, Boost is a clear number four uh, with Aldi after them. And, you know, you've got to remember that and Belong, and th- these are all on the Telstra network. So Telstra has a large, sizable part of the mobile industry. We know that already. Apple, over 56% of all users, which does not surprise me. But what's interesting is the other like 44%, is not even majority, well, this is majority, sorry. It's not overwhelmingly Samsung. It's 28% Samsung, which is huge because the next best is bugger all at like five and six. But it's how that smaller market adds up so much. You know, your Nokia, your Huawei, even your TCL, your o- Oppo, your Google. They add up to nearly 20% in themselves. All of these other smaller smaller tel- smaller phone brands. Um, and it's also funny how many people don't tick Google, but type Google in the comments. Anyway, that's a whole other world. And then we've got data about how lazy we are, how loyal we are. It's phenomenal. So I really can't wait to get some time in my life to collate this. Um, and turn it into um, some meaningful information. But what I will tell you is it ain't looking good for Optus. Taking your calls, tech questions, go to the website eftm.com. Chris is on the line. G'day, Chris, how are you doing?
1: Yeah, very well. Thank you for the call back.
2: What can I do for you?
1: Uh, yeah, looking um, to to trying to uh, downgrade, or not downgrade as such, but um, um, the, the massive uh, units of, of um, speakers, et cetera, that we've currently got. Uh, my dear wife wants to um, make it minimal if, <laughs> if, if, if that's a problem.
2: Sounds like you've got a nice hi-fi system with big speakers yes. that you've had for years yes. and you love your music. But the missus wants... It all gone. Uh, Correct. Where are you going to put it, mate? Have you got another room, or is it going uh, to be uh, you know for the for the Facebook Marketplace or something? How are you going to deal with that?
1: Basic, basically, yeah, the Facebook
2: Marketplace. Wow. Oh, well, my I, I sympathies. And it's a, it's
1: not it's not a bad system. It's a Denon, and um, you know six hundred watt uh, woofer and so forth. But yeah, anyway, um, I, I know that there is a, a hell of a lot of um, soundbars that are available that currently that I really want something that's going to give me, uh, like the similar uh, sound as yeah. as the hi fi. Do you have but,
2: surround at the moment? Do you have multiple speakers?
1: Yes. Yes. Uh,
2: rears as well.
1: Ah, uh, yes, but they're not connected at the moment.
2: And have you got a budget in mind?
1: Um, well, upwards of probably two grand, I suppose.
2: So, I mean. Are very nervous about these recommendations because you're clearly an audio man, right? I want to be clear. I'm not an audiophile. Um, sure. I, I think I think a cheap sound bar sounds amazing because I look at it as being how you upgrade the TV, like what you're getting improvement on what the bog standard TV is. That said, sure. um, I've been lucky enough to to play with some amazing stuff, and I think that Samsung's Biggest and best, and I've got at the moment their Q nine ninety here in the office. Um, uh yeah, okay. which has which has wireless rears, and so I mean, you, you don't have to run wires anymore. So let's be clear on that. Just sure. PowerPoints all you need. PowerPoint at the back, mm-hmm. and you know, so you need approval from the missus, but you're doing this for her. Um, I'd get some specific PowerPoints put in so you can put the rears where where you want them to be, maybe even a yeah. wall mount, whatever. But that's mm-hmm. that's two thousand one hundred for Samsung's kind of you know out. Outstanding, okay. beautiful. That's their top of the line, right? Subwoofer, big soundbar, yep. and, and two nice little rears. They're not they're not crazy big rears, by the way. They're they're quite nice. St- yeah, sure. I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't rule out having a look at, and especially if you can find a a Harvey's or somewhere that will demonstrate it. If you can get a look at JBL's, but it's called the Bar. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's called the Bar Nine Point One. Now, okay. The reason I love this. And this, mate, this will get Minister for War and Finance approval in an instant because, yep, there's a subwoofer and, yep, there's a soundbar. But the rears are attached to the soundbar and you detach them when you want to use them and you take them back. Okay. And so, mate, in daily, everyday use, when you're watching the block or the news or whatever, it's just a soundbar. But when you go and we're going to watch a okay. movie, love, let's get let's watch a movie. You actually detach the 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 ends of the soundbar and you place them, and they're wireless and battery operated. You place them at the back of the room, and then you've got rears. Like it's it's pretty cool, um, and that's that's <coughs> only fifteen hundred dollars. But okay, the last thing I will say to you, and I think you will definitely find somewhere that will that will demonstrate this at one of those bigger, you know, either Hi-Fi or Harvey Norman stores, is I've got in my home, uh, I have the Sonos Arc, which, okay, yeah, which, which is fifteen hundred dollars just for the soundbar. Um, mm-hmm. I have the Sonos Sub, which is a thousand bucks just for the sub. Um, yep. And I also have two Sonos, I think they're called Sonos Ones or Sonos, uh, I'm pretty sure they're called Sonos One these days, which are Mm -hmm. their, their, their small individual speakers, which you can, in the Sonos app, you can pair them as being your left and right rears. Okay. And again, they're wireless, just a PowerPoint required. And I've got to tell you, it's remarkable. I think okay. that I'm worried, because I'm worried about you as an audiophile, I want you to hear a Sonos, because I think they do probably make some of the best quality audio gear out there still, and that's how they're able to charge so much for it. Yeah, sure. Whether or not you're able to find somewhere to demonstrate you both the Samsung, for example, and the Sonos, so that you can get a sense of it, there's no doubt the Samsung's a better investment because it's 2100 for the lot. Soundbar, mm. two rears, sub. Whereas the Sonos, you're after uh, fifteen hundred, a thousand more. That's three and a half, and then another three hundred each for the rears if you buy them. That's four, what are you up to forty one hundred there? So okay, mate, that's two grand more. I'll be honest, I'm not sure Sonos is two thousand dollars better than Samsung.
1: Okay, and with the Samsung, is that the Atmos?
2: Uh, it is eleven point one point four. Oh right, okay. So. 7.1. yes, it's atmos i I struggle to review Atmos because my um office, little man cave here is actually a like it's a physical office, you know with one of those floating ceilings and sure. those ceiling tiles in an office are, are in in many ways they're a, they're sound absorbing, you know so yeah, it's all the, it, yeah. Atmos relies on <coughs> the bouncing of sound waves up to the roof mm. and down again. so okay. The only time I've ever had a true Atmos experience in my own office, in my own testing of a soundbar is Sennheiser.
1: Okay. Well, I've got Sennheiser um, uh, headphones and they're they're brilliant.
2: Head into – are you in Sydney or where are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm in Sydney. Mate, take a day trip, take the wife for lunch in the city – and go to the Sennheiser store on—I'm well, going to say it's Pitt Street, um, but it's outside okay. the mall. It's it's where Tiffany's n- used to be. But anyway, it's it, you'll be able to find it on the internet. Beautiful store, okay. mate. Just enjoy the day there. They've got be- they've got their highest end gear. Ask and ring in advance if you have to ask them for a sample of their their back room um, demo. They've yep. got back there if they still have it. I'm going to try and find the name of them. Um, they've got these headphones that are worth I don't know seventy thousand dollars or something. Um, oh wow! And it's just it's a remarkable thing to hear. Like it's beautiful. It's 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 a unique one-off experience that you you know it might be a nice thing to do. Oh, but sure. While you're there, their their Ambio soundbar is oh, yeah. is three thousand two hundred dollars. It is yep. it is big, and I'm talking it's a big beast. It sits. Four, 12 to 15 centimetres tall, if I'm to guess. Mm-hmm. But, mate, it's beautiful. I mean, they don't, miss a, they don't muck around. That thing's got, like, I think eight or nine forward-firing speakers, um, two on the side that push around for your rears, all virtual, because it's one mm-hmm. bar, no physical rear speakers, no physical ceiling speakers, but it's mm-hmm. remarkable how it sounds.
1: Oh well, you've you've actually mentioned the four that I've been
2: looking at. Yeah, well, I don't know. I can't. I mean, a... in the end, right? Samsung's the easiest because it's one purchase. It's it all links yeah. together. It's easy and it's the cheapest, right? I think sure. Sonos is an, is a beautiful system, especially if you love your music. Um, because using the app, you can play your music. It's not just about being TV. Um, mm. I think the Ambio is the creme de la creme of Atmos. If right, you watch okay. movies and you have Atmos capabilities, I think the Ambio is unbelievable there. And, mate, let's mm-hmm. find out what you're going to get for that Denon system. You might bloody get a decent chunk of this from selling your system. Um, yeah, sure. And, you know, don't go crazy. Don't be putting that on a Facebook marketplace. You know, there might even be AV forums where you could sell it. So, no, yeah, that's take, true. Take a bit of time to research that. If it's worth something, if it was worth something, it's still worth something. It's just a matter of whether that, that amount is meeting your expectations or not.
1: Yeah, no, no, that's that's fantastic. Thanks, thanks very much, Drew.
2: All right, Chris. Well, enjoy, mate. Let me know what you end up buying, mate. Yeah, will do. Good on you, buddy. Thanks for getting in touch. Cheers, mate. Bye. Um, yeah, like really fascinating. Um, I feel sorry for him because he has to get rid of his system. But let's be honest, old school systems are big, clunky, chunky things that work well in a home theatre environment, a dedicated theatre room. But in the lounge room, they are a bit of an eyesore these days. Um, I I hope Chris is able to enjoy that Sennheiser story in the city. I went there with Stephen once. We did that um, uh, a sponsored show. It was awesome. Uh, that experience with those headphones was mind blowing. So it is a fun thing to do if you if you love your audio. Uh, anyway, um, appreciate you getting in touch, Chris, and um, yeah, hope to hope you get something great. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM podcast. Thank you for listening, Trevor Long. Taking your calls. If you've got a tech question, go to the website eftm.com. One, did that? Good day, one. Yeah, it's good Trevor. Mate, what can Thanks I do for you for? Back to me. You're all
4: right. Well, yeah, Trevor. I'm um, now new to the camera, the ca- um, security camera. Yeah. So I went into the local um, hardware store, the big hardware store, the Green Box, and <laughs> saw the um, what I thought was it like the best was the um, Uniden. Yep. Solo, solo. Great and looking camera. I, yep. Good looking camera. So I went back to my factory and tried to hook it up to the Wi Fi and I couldn't hook it up. And Coden, I went back to Code Internet and they said they didn't support it.
2: Now, is that true? Wow. When you say doesn't support it, so you, did you have a phone call or an email with them about it? Um, phone call. And when you say doesn't support it, did they say it was their internet or the router? Did they play well, specific
4: at all? Something about, um, something about twenty four gigahertz.
2: Two point four and five gigahertz. Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah, gigahertz one is what the coden's. Code
2: and, um, and and so have had, you got? Have and you got? I need a
4: two point four.
2: Have you got? Like, is your internet provider Kogan or is the uh, little? Yeah, internet um, provider. Okay, and when when they provided you with, I I guess a modem router for your Wi-Fi. Is it one box or multiple boxes?
4: It's a
2: multiple boxes. I oh, got the NBN and the black box. Right, so, but just so NBN black box and then the Kogan box. Just one Kogan box. Yes. So the thing is, you're you spot on. You'll get this with buddy robot vacuums and a whole range of things. They they need to connect to a 2.4 gigahertz network, and the modern systems are are kind of multiple. Um, so there's two options. One of them is to learn how to get into the back end of that modem router and see if you can turn off the 5 gigahertz and just enable the 2, 2.4. Um, I haven't used a Kogan modem, so I, I don't know how to do that, but it's it's actually not complicated. If you just Google um, accessing uh, Wi-Fi admin, admin's the key word because it's the back end. But the thing that I often do, one is that so – the funny thing about that you've got these two networks, one of them is five gigahertz, one of them is two point four. Mm-hmm. Five gigahertz yeah. doesn't go as far. So what I would do, because the camera's battery operated, right? Go as far away from the modem as you can and and see yeah. if your see if the camera will pick up the modem because it's actually able to essentially see only the 2.4 gigahertz. So I've done this with a robot vacuum. I went into the backyard. <laughs> And even though I wasn't going to use the robot there, it still helped me pick up that network that way. Right. So easier, okay. an easier option is definitely to go in and, and either disable or separate out the two networks so that you're getting a very clear 2.4 and 5 gigahertz network. They'll actually be a different name. So one of them will be, one will be called 2.4 and one of them will be called 5. Um, so – I, I think it's wrong for them to say it doesn't support it. What they're yeah. saying is it's just bloody hard to set up. <laughs> right. Well, and, I, and, I and here's the, the thing: the, it doesn't matter which which camera you're going to get; it's going to be the same. The same. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
4: Well, I thought that was quite strange. So then um, they actually said, "Why don't you try?" I ran you to then, and they said, "Oh, you can try Optus, Telstra, or
2: Ionet." So. And look, the, the thing is, you changed might my, change my system. And 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 you got so you're now on Ionet. Yeah, well, I've got to cancel token
4: now, I'm on it, and one on and they have to pay for another router. And have they supplied uh, that, that
2: yet? Not yet.
4: Uh, what is it? Yesterday.
2: How much is the new router?
4: Well, it's, I think it's uh, nine dollars a month for two years.
2: Far out. Um, you may have the same problem there. Really, but. So I'm not the only one with this problem. I'm sure everyone's got the same problem. Absolutely, mate. It's a smart – and here's the annoying thing for me about the Kogan situation is Kogan sell a bucket load of really cool smart home, like light bulbs. They sell their own cameras and different things. And so I would have thought they would have had a good workaround for this problem because it is essentially just a problem uh, with smart home yes. devices. But if – the if mm-hmm. they're, if they look, if here's the thing. If Kogan's not willing to help you – over the phone with a simple solution, then you're better off without them, right? You're better off being with someone who you can make a phone call to and you can say, well, what I want, because what you want, let me let me give you the answer, the question that you want to ask if you need to phone them up is, you want two wireless networks broadcast in your building. One of them 2.4 gigahertz, one of them 5 gigahertz, you want them to show up on your phone and every other device has two different networks so that when you're connecting smart home products like your camera, you can use the 2.4 with ease. So,
4: Is that is that a router that you can buy or they should give you... It, it, it,
2: Every router has the potential to do it, but I just don't know the back end of the Kogan one. Maybe it doesn't have the option. But I'd like to think that Ionet will, from from the start, broadcast most yes. most individual routers will. You know, they say like Ionet three one three zero is like the Wi-Fi name. The next, the other one will call Ionet three one three zero underscore five G. So it'll kind of be a it'll be obvious that it's another network. Um, yes. So mate, wait for the Ionet one to turn up. See if it's broadcasting multiple networks, and if it is. You'll be, mate, you'll be smooth sailing to get it working. Um, if it's okay, not, I'll maybe get, get back in touch.
4: Yeah. All right, thanks. Now, another question, about Star, you know, the Star, it's not Star link, but the Starlink. Yeah. Now, we've got a property with Starlink. Yeah. Do we know if, if that's going to hook up to the camera?
2: I'm pretty sure it's probably only broadcasting at 2.4 gigahertz. Um, it does. I just wish my I had a screenshot of my wireless network at the time when I set one up, my brother's to test. Um, but it's a very small Wi-Fi router, and I think most people would actually be connecting a, a larger system to that for their you know their home and that kind of stuff. So yeah,
4: well this is we're out in the bush.
2: Yeah, exactly. I, I know exactly what it is, and 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 I I reckon it it will be it will work. I do think it'll work. Yep. And and the great okay. thing about Starlink is. Much larger user base of support out there on the internet. You won't be the first person asking the question about connecting a 2.4 gigahertz camera to a Starlink. Starlink. Yeah,
4: but you try and ring them. There's no phone nah, number. Forget, forget. Star- never know. It doesn't
2: say. Forget Starlink. Starlink is like Tesla. If you need something, just ask the community. So there'll be yeah, right. there'll be websites, there'll be forums, there'll be people literally on Facebook. Join a Starlink Australia Facebook group. And and ask the question there. And I guarantee you, you'll get a million, result, million responses. <laughs> okay,
4: fabulous. Thanks for that advice.
2: All right, buddy. Enjoy, everyone. Okay, thanks. Thanks, thanks mate. Cool. Bye-bye. Cheers, buddy. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. Uh, and, you know, that's just a customer service thing from Kogan. I mean, it's not an easy thing to do, I'll be honest. Um, but if it's a tick box in the admin, just show him how to do it. Look at that from one phone call to kogan internet or kogan internet whatever it is that that the service he's subscribed to he's had a bad situation and he's changed carriers instantly just because he wants to connect a camera rather than thinking should i get a different camera which by the way wouldn't have added he went fine i'm gonna iron it it's that easy that's how that's how easy it is to lose subscribers folks You know, the world is full of very, very interesting people. And look, I'm just going to share with you something that happened to me over the weekend. Um, I had an email. Sorry, I do not have any emails. I conducted, or I am still conducting, uh, the mobile phone survey. Uh, I don't know, 20 questions or something. A um, couple thousand people have answered that. It's been awesome. Some great data. We'll cover that off days and weeks ahead at the very very top uh you're asked for your name you're your details your personal details because there's a competition if you want to win you need to have your details um and it very clearly says there your details will not be shared outside of eftm so i'm just making it clear i'm not selling your data that's what i that's what i do um now the last question in the survey was just for giggles i did it a couple of years ago it was we've run out of questions Hey, feeling today and I think from memory, it's a sliding scale thing. It's like a zero to 100. Now, I can tell you the average is 75 or something like that. You know, so you know, you're know you probably getting a lot of people, 50, 60, a few people just going, yep, feeling great, 100, whatever. But I, I thought about it, hang on a minute. And look, you know, this is a server. I can, I can dig into the data. It's quite amazing how well you can dig into the data. I can say, look, only because I use different links on different platforms, I can say only people that answered um, or found this link on Twitter, who are they with? Which talk are they with? And so what I did, I went, show me all the answers that were under 10. And there was not many, um, a couple of names I actually recognized. And I reached out to them and say, hey, you doing okay? Everything cool? Um, that kind of thing. And had a long conversation with with one guy who I've not spoken to in probably years, uh, but we're friends on Facebook and we work together in radio. And we just had a chat and he was having a bad day um, on that day of the survey. And I, I felt really good to be having a chat about it. It felt like that whole thing of, you know, are you okay, Dave? What the hell do we say if someone says, not great? Uh, I've, that's why I've never felt comfortable. I mean, I just don't have that relationship with enough people. But I thought to myself, someone's gone to the trouble of answering a question, how are you today, at the bottom end of the scale. that I shouldn't leave that unanswered. So I went in and I get, I grabbed all of the answers that were under 50. So people have... Chosen to be on the, the left-hand side of of good. Um, and so bad, at least a little or a lot. And there wasn't that many. I think there was, uh, I'm going to say 130, 140, right? And I know that because I, I grabbed all the email addresses and I thought I'll just send a big BCC and get A. I didn't put it into MailChimp or any you know marketing platform. I just sent an email. Um, but I couldn't because Gmail limits you to 100. So I split them and I went, okay, two different emails. Under 20 I'm going to write a different email to, to between 20 and 30. So I separated them out. And for one of them, I sent um, a, a message along the lines of, are you feeling closer to 100 today? And in all honesty, it was, it was really quite cool um, to receive a bunch of email responses, like a lot a lot of email responses to people who actually did open up and they said, oh, I was going through a rough patch that day, yada, yada, yada. Um, you know, it was it was kind of cool. Um, and it was, I engaged with those people. All the responses I got, um, I engaged with. And that was great. But there was two people out of all those people um, that responded eh, slightly different. Um, but you know, like I'll give an example of a, of a good one. Um, one person wrote, thank you. I may not feel comfortable sharing anything, but even a stranger on the internet showing concern can help to keep you going some days. That, that, that's, that made me feel good because maybe it gave them a little pip in their step that day. Cause all I said in the email was I was just reaching out because I read the responses to the survey and your answer wasn't great. So I wanted to reach out and say, I hope things are feeling better. Um, and that's broadly what most people said. Some people went into great detail, you know, and we we kind of had a back and forth and, you know, I just tried to lift them as best a, a random on the internet could do. Um, you know, there was someone that like literally had suffered a, a loss of a loved one that day. Um, but then I got this one and I'll, I'll be honest, this was a bit bit of uh, Trev 1 or 2.0. Um, and I got this on the weekend when I was at the, at the FATE doing the, the drink stall and it was a bit of a slow moment. And it was, um, the message read, unsubscribe. I did not opt in for any contact. My details provided for the one purpose only, to contact me should I win the prize for doing said survey. See to it I'm not contacted again and removed from all associated and affiliated listings immediately. Your email has been reported as spam. FYI, do you think people actually tell the truth doing these surveys? No, they don't. Only the hope for a prize hence it being listed on not one but multiple competition-specific websites. Have a lovely day. Do not reply. I do not desire it. I, of course, replied because I am not spamming. I'm a person sending an email. And I wrote, great attitude, Diana. You actually did willingly hand over your email and I put a screenshot of that. And I said, this isn't a database or a mail merge or spam. This is one man reading a person's survey response, indicated they weren't having a good day. So I reached out. Your email honestly fills me with sadness. But the good news is, other people who reached out were not as rude and appreciated the outreach. Good luck winning the prize. You're lucky it's a computer draw, because I would never want for you to win with that attitude. But I wish you luck. Hope you have a great week. Um, (laughs) No, great surprise. Um, They haven't um, replied in any way, shape or form, which is good, because I really don't want to backwards and forwards there with that person someone else in the other um so there was two emails i said the one that was kind of uh, above 20 and the one that was below um someone else just kept forwarding their email to someone like someone that someone sent me a photo of uh a burst water pipe and how they'd have to clean out their whiskey room or something it was great because he's like that's what happened my day so that's why i answered that way it was really really cool to kind of see For some people, uh, you know, a low score was just like a crap day. Other people, genuine, you know, genuine concern. And, you know, I'm not going to have a long conversation with them about it, but it is what it is. Um, And, you know, reporting it to um, ACMA as spam, good luck. I mean, I can't wait for the phone call from ACMA. Um, You know, the number of people that wrote, I'd never thought I'd get an email back. I was glad to see you read through the surveys. All this kind of stuff. It just it made it made me feel good, but then there were a couple that were just a bit negative, and I I just find it kind of strange that people would respond that way. But yeah, the other one the other one I didn't reply to uh, was I undertook your survey in good good faith. I undertake surveys in my role, and I think it's unethical to follow up in that way. I feel intimidated by a direct approach and frankly unsafe. Okay. If you feel unsafe, I'm not going to email you again, but it's a strange thing. Just answer 100. If you're feeling bad and you don't want the person reading the survey to know, just answer 100. Let me know what you think. Did I cross the line? Did I cross the line by contacting those people? Given I asked the question, essentially, are you okay? Um, and I saw extreme negative answers. Did I cross the line by reaching out to them? I don't know. I don't think so. But I have been wrongly judging things for a long time. So <laughs> I'll I'll work that out over time. But let me know what you think. I, I'd appreciate you, uh, a hardcore listener, because you're subscribed to the podcast and you're listening. I, I'd appreciate your input. Go to the website, eftm.com. Send me an email. We'll see how we go. Taking your calls, you got a tech question, go to the website. Greg did that. G'day, Greg. How you doing?
0: Not bad, mate. Yourself?
2: Yeah, really good. What can I do for you?
0: Mate, I'm just trying to smarten up my home a bit. Yep. Um, I'm getting smart lights out the back in the garden and uh, got, got smart switches everywhere, but the um, the smart lights out the back are just a little bit too far away from the Wi-Fi signal.
2: Yeah, right. Okay. Okay.
0: Um, now I've got I've had an Orby for years. Um, it's it's great. Don't have any problems with it.
2: How many satellites? Um, you got? How many? Like you got the router and one. Just, just or two? one. Okay.
0: Yep. Yeah. Router and one. Um, so I can move it further towards the back of the house, and and that sort of I was mucking around with it last night, and that helped. So now I just want to see whether I can get an extra satellite. But it seems like my model's a bit old, and I'm just wondering if the newer satellites work with the older Orby. Oh, or
2: how what what how old yours, mate.
0: Uh, probably three or four years old. It's an uh, RBR50, I think.
2: with The blue ring on top?
0: Yes. Yeah, okay. Blue or purple or whatever. Oh, true. It's only, <laughs> the, the only lights is.
2: up a certain time, but it doesn't have any yeah. um, any other defining features on its design. It's it's pretty much just a no. straight white unit, yeah? Yes. Um, yes. A, almost the original. I think there was one before it maybe uh, in the Orbi world. Um, yeah. So uh, I – Will be upright and honest. I, I have never paired two different systems together, but it is my yep. understanding that they are cross-compatible to a point. Now, yeah, I had the, a quick look, but
0: I, I didn't get any diffi- definitive I th- answer.
2: I think the simple way to way to describe it is is the the potential to lose functionality uh, exists both ways. So, I've got Flex. The, the Wi-Fi 6E, right? Like it's got frigging mm-hmm. triple, quad it's called quad band 6E, etc etc If I was to grab your satellite, reset it, put it on my system, I think my entire system might, this would be my fear, might pair back to being a tri-band, non-Wi-Fi 6E, you know, it, it might... Yeah, grab, de- degrade. Degrade, yeah. yes. Um, it might not, but that would be my fear. That's what I would want to test. Whereas... You, if you spent money on a, um, a, you know, quad band uh, satellite, you would not get the full capabilities of that satellite. So you're kind of throwing money against a wall. So I think what you need to do is find the closest like for like. And the, mate, the um, tri-band system that still exists in market, you know, you're going to spend, how much do you think a satellite's going to cost you, by the way?
0: I think two three hundred dollars, maybe.
2: You know, if you're if I'm looking at the Netgear store, it looks looks like it's you know four forty nine for the Orbi Seven Series um, uh, Tri Band Satellite, whereas a uh, Three Series Satellite is two four nine. Yeah. Now, I'm just not hundred percent sure that the Three Series is Tri Band. So, okay. So that's where I go. Hang on a minute, I'm a bit worried there. But just for context. Uh, a seven pack, okay, of the three series is nine eighty nine. So, like, far out. That's a lot of satellites. Uh, if you yeah, look, I don't uh, need that. Uh, <laughs> I know. I'm just, I'm just blown away by how many. There, if you look at the RBK fifty on Office Works, they've still got it at four hundred dollars, but it's a, it's a original pack, so it's satellite and router. Um, so the, oh, gar- okay. the, the yep. guarantee there is that it's like for like, and it's gonna work. Um, the the concern around buying the the three series uh, satellite is that does it degrade the whole network or just that arm of the house, that part of the house? Um, yep, I'll, I'll have to ask Netgear that question. I don't know the answer to that straight off the bat. Um,
0: yeah, like I'm I'm happy with the performance of it. It's been great. I don't have problems. Don't have dropouts. Great speed. Mm. Just trying to extend the yeah. coverage yeah, a, yeah, absolutely. a bit, uh, and I don't want to spend a lot of money replacing something that works.
2: Yeah, totally. totally. <laughs> just so
0: I can just so I can have uh Google home uh control of a, a PowerPoint out the back garden. Yeah.
2: There used to be a um there used to be an Orby outdoor. Like one that literally was made to be outdoors. Like it was an outdoor yeah. satellite. You stuck it on the wall outside. But um it was still still cheaper to buy a um a smaller satellite. Um
0: Yeah, the the satellite will be will still be in the house. It just Closer to the backyard, just, sort just of thing, one,
2: and put one near that back corner of the house, kind of thing. Yeah, I yeah. Yep. Um, let me ask the question around. I'm going to specifically ask about the two satellites that I can see on their website. For example, the three series. Um, but see, see, this is the thing. It's a Wi-Fi six, so it's interesting. For two two fifty, you're buying a Wi-Fi six add-on satellite that you're never going to use the Wi-Fi six capabilities of. However. No. In the future, if you were to upgrade, then you've got a Wi-Fi 6 cable, you know, satellite there, um, and then I'll compare that to the seven series. But so you're basically talking two four nine or 449, um, one of the two. Uh, you know, they're both available. So what we're saying there is which one of these two, or, or both, will work with your system, um, and yes. what what will be the impact of the on on the system? I think it'll be good learning for both of us, mate. So I'll I'll, I'll reach out to uh, to Nicky right now and ask that question and see whether we can get an answer for you, mate.
0: Thank you very much, Truth.
2: My pleasure, buddy. I'll let you know.
0: Have a good one.
2: Good on you, mate. Thanks for getting in touch.
0: Thank you. Bye. Cheers.
2: Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. I really don't. Uh, My guess is it's going to work. I just need to know the impact. That's all. just need to know the impact. You're listening to the EFTM podcast. EFTM. All right. With all that said and done, I hope you're having a great day. I hope your day is closer to 100 than it is zero. And if it's not, I hope there's someone there to give you put an arm around the shoulder and hear what's going on with you. If you're uh, having a bad day, reach out to your mates and let them know. Um, They'll listen. I really think they will. Um, And it's always good to share, open up. It's not a bad thing. It's all cool. We're all in this together. Uh, Thank you for listening. Uh, Lovely to have your company today. Lots of great calls. We'll do it again next week um, here on the EFTM podcast. If you're listening in the EFTM podcast stream, Go to the uh, Apple Podcast app and send a rating. Or if you're on Spotify, leave a review, uh, a rating number out of five, um, which people have been doing. If you're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. This week's episode of Two Blokes Talking Tech will cover the Apple iPads and a bunch of other things that are happening this week in tech. And the movie this week is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the original. Thank you for listening. See you next week.